Hello? Hello? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very well. Can you hear me? Yes. Are you a counselor? I'm one of the volunteers. Okay. Are you a... are you secular or are you a religious I'm not, person? I'm not a, I'm not a counselor. Sorry, I just realized your question. No, I'm not a counselor. I'm, I'm one of the volunteers. Okay. So um, are you yeah. secular or are you religious? We're, we're, um, we're secular in this organization. Okay. So are you what is referred to as a non-believer or are you a spiritual person? I just want to make sure what I'm talking with. And we're not um, talking about ourselves, usually, but whatever you, you, you want to ask, I can give you a, an answer that's not okay. following so, any so spiritual... Ma'am, ma'am you, you have yeah. to understand that this. Yeah. Uh, whenever I called, I expected that I would be speaking to someone who wasn't spiritual. It says recovering from religion, so am I talking to an mm-hmm. actual religious person to recover from? Or am I talking to a atheist or agnostic or someone who has also been damaged by religion? You're not talking to a religious person. Okay, that's that's what okay. I was wanting to make sure. So oh. I, I've been feeling like I've been trying to find some answers. I've been trying to understand how to look at life, meaning, and purpose. Okay, are you following me? Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you very well. Okay, so... Obviously, religious groups, they have a story about how life came into existence and what a purpose is and meaning. So what I'm trying to find out is, from a non-believer point of view, what is the point of life and how did we even get here? So is this something that is bothering you? I mean, are you, are you religious Well, of course. Yourself? I want to know where I came from. I want to know if my yeah. life in the universe has any value. I want to know, do I have any intrinsic meaning and purpose? Or am I just some kind of random accident, some kind of uh, like some rocks collided and chemicals made me? I want to know if, if there's a reason I even exist in the first place. Does that make sense? Yes. Are you religious yourself? I am someone who is very open-minded towards the concept and possibility of something being higher and greater than ourselves. However, I'm also open-minded in the idea that perhaps this is it. This could be very possibly all there is. But I'm curious if there's more to it from a non-believer point of view. How should I look at it, perceive it? Um, I mean, the, the purpose of this line is not really to, we're, we're trying to help people that struggle with religion to overcome issues and not open debates. Uh, well, I'm not asking for a debate, ma'am. I'm asking mm-hmm. to be able to understand my meaning and purpose. When people are damaged and they're hurting, do they not try to seek deep answers to why it is they're alive in the first place, what it is their calling is in this world? That's what I'm trying to understand. I want to know, um, is there a divine purpose or is there nothing for me? What is there? So when people are hurting and going through rough times, are they wondering if there is a deep meaning 
to this? Is that is that what you're asking? Well, for me personally, I mm-hmm. believe that there's yes. people out there all over the world who are suicidal. I believe that there are yes. people out there who are depressed, whether they're mm-hmm. religious or non-believer alike. And everybody's yes. got that question, right? Does my life actually mean something? So you get what um, I'm saying? What's the origin? What is the story behind all this? I wouldn't agree on that. I wouldn't say that everybody has this answer, this question, does my life mean something? Many people just live their life from one day to the next, and they go through good times and bad times or depression or whatever, and they just take it one step at a time. I mean, it's not that everybody's thinking that there is a meaning, there's a deeper meaning to mm. whatever is happening to them. It's not, it's not, I don't think that's, that's the case. Many, some people do, some people don't. So what, what do you think when you, go some, when you go through something bad, do you think that there is a, there is a deeper meaning to that? Or what is your thought? Well, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Mm-hmm. If you were to be open to the idea that there is no God and this is all there is, then that means that our world is basically floating around in the darkness and loneliness and coldness of space with no protection, no one protecting us, no one caring about us, and that literally our lives and existence could end any second. That makes me paranoid. It it makes me nervous. It it scares me when I go to bed at night thinking, oh, this it could be over tomorrow. I could lose everyone I love and care about. So these kind of thoughts go through my head. I mm-hmm. get it. Some people aren't as deep thought as myself. Yeah. There's some yeah. people who just kind of say, you know what, I'm going to play my Nintendo the hell with the universe type of concept. Yeah. I get that. Sure. So... What is the alternative to this? So some people think that we're floating in space and we could die tomorrow. And some people think something else. What, what, what do other people think? What is the opposition, if you want, or the alternative to the first thinking? Well, it seems like some people, they go to spirituality looking for answers, and then other people, they, sometimes people go to drugs, sometimes people go to music. I guess some people, they try to pick or find something to distract them from some of the scary things that go on in the world. I call it going to sleep or people shutting themselves down so they don't have to deal with the reality that's going on around them. You still there, ma'am? Did I put you to sleep? (laughs) I'm just just thinking what, what you're saying. So you're saying that some people are not able to deal with the reality and they turn to drugs or spirituality. Is that? Yeah. I believe believe that there's people, I believe that there's people on both sides of the aisle. I believe that there's people of all different faiths as well as people who don't have Mm -hmm. faith, who struggle Mm -hmm. with reality and what, the the consequences of existence mm-hmm. living a life could possibly be on all aisles mm-hmm. people of faith yeah. as well as non-believers sure so 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 it's like two kinds of people if i say back to you what you said there's one type of people that are able to deal with reality and, and they're trying to deal with reality and what's happening and there's a second type of people that are not able 
to deal with reality. They are unable and they need a like, crutch to help them deal with whatever everyday brings. Is, is that what you're saying? I don't know if I would call uh, whether someone's spiritual or whether they're a non-believer trying to find meaning and purpose in their life. I don't think I'd call it a crutch. I think it's important. It's human nature for us to try to find something that gives us reason to even continue to exist in the first place. It's so, there's so much suffering and pain in the world. We need something to hold on to. And I wouldn't consider it a crutch, just more of a, a boost. Something to give us reason to breathe when we wake up in the morning. But the first type of people, they don't need, they don't need this, they don't need spirituality or drugs to find a reason to breathe. They, they find meaning in their own lives. They don't turn to something else beyond them. So either they're able or they try to deal with everyday life, or they're trying to, 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 to think and things like that. They don't try to look for something outside outside them or beyond them. So why would you say that it's the same? Because you, you generalize. You say that everybody would need something to, to help them deal with life and find meaning beyond themselves. But that's not the case. Some people find meaning within themselves, within their lives, within their families. They don't turn to something outside their everyday life. I've never met anybody so like why, that. I've talked to many... I've met many people like that. Why? Well, I've never personally met anybody that isn't trying to find some sort of truth in their existence. I have never met someone that doesn't think outside of themselves or about the universe or if there's something greater out there. Isn't that one of the reasons why it is that religion is so popular in the first place and so relevant to people? Because everybody has in their human nature, even whenever it comes to love, right? We want to love something that we consider greater than ourselves. We want to be able to have that companionship. We want some kind of um, connection with people around us as well as the world around us. I've never met anybody out there that just says, yeah, I don't give a damn about the truth. I don't care about... No, I didn't say that. Go ahead. I didn't say that. No, I think you misunderstood me. I said that people, when they try, some people, when they try to deal with their lives, they're not, they don't look, they're not looking for something outside themselves. But I didn't say that they're not looking for the truth. Because looking for the truth doesn't mean that you're looking for something outside yourself. Because the truth is within our reach. It's not outside ourselves. Because if it's outside ourselves, how can we know it's true if we can't reach it? Do you see what I'm saying? Right. How do we know something is true or not if, we, if it's beyond ourselves? By definition, we can't know the truth in such a way. It's impossible by logic. All right. So what is the, what is the truth inside of ourselves? What 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 great truth uh, exists within um, our inner being that is so important? I, I wouldn't necessarily call it great because okay, some people might call it great. Some people might call it just the truth. So it is something that we're trying to understand that is within our reach. That is how the world is made, the universe, the planets, and all that. That's one thing. But this is, this is separate to our lives, our everyday lives, and how we deal with our everyday lives. I mean, 
I don't think that somebody would try to deal with her everyday life, trying to realize, understand how the universe works and be a scientist. All right. So well, that's one let, thing. Let, ma'am, what I'm asking is, okay, fine. We'll, mm-hmm. We won't talk about all the greatness out there externally. Let's talk about internal then. Why do okay. I? Why do I even have this internal ability to be able to seek truth within myself in the first place? Where did this mechanism even come from? Why? Why do we even have the ability to have this conversation about our inner consciousness and the importance and significance or relevance of who we are within, as opposed to all this outside stuff? Feel free to tell me. I'm looking myself, trying to figure it all out. Um, because it's a good thing to try to understand who, who you are as a person. It's, 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 a, it's a positive thing. So it's, it's a good thing. Whoever is trying to understand, and if people are trying, and many people are trying to understand themselves and who they are as people, that's a good thing. It will help help them in life, help to know who they are and deal with life. But I don't see the greatness there anywhere. You, you, you give it, you say a thing is great, B thing is great, but I don't, I don't know. It's just we describe things, we describe the world, we describe the universe, we describe ourselves, we try to find out the truth about ourselves and the universe as scientists or within ourselves to know who we are as people. And that is a good thing. And it's in our, na- our nature, I suppose, as you said, I would agree with that. Okay, so what what I'm getting at, though, Mm ma'am, because you brought up universe again, I thought we agreed we're not going external anymore. Okay. What what I'm asking you is, what is this inner truth? Like, for instance, what is your inner truth, and what do you suspect my inner truth is? I'm I'm listening to you. I want to know what this inner truth is you speak of. I mean, just a minute. Okay. Um, I mean, as you said, as you said, I'm just repeating back to you what you said, is that our inner truth, our inner truth for many people is to know themselves, because you said that, to try to discover who, who they are as people. So this is, this is a truth. So if you think about what you do and how you think and who you are as a person, this is true. It, it, it's your truth. It's who you are. So that, that's what I understand from this conversation, because you said that. I don't know what that well, what if I truth. what if my yes, inner yes. what if my inner truth according to you decides that it isn't happy with existence that it doesn't find enough because you're saying that there's no greatness to it anyway it's just you I live didn't your say life that. I said, okay I said, so I said what if you, you what if my inner being doesn't uh doesn't feel like there's enough importance or relevancy to existence and I simply don't want to exist anymore. Is that fine? Because that's my perception. That's my truth of life. Should I just be encouraged to go that route where I just don't care anymore and, and end it? You, you, you tend to give um, assessments and, and say something is good, something is bad, something is great, something is not good, instead of describing what's happening. I mean, if somebody, if somebody thinks that there's no point to live anymore, that is a situation. I don't think it's up to anybody at the end of the day to tell that person that you're wrong and it's, it's, you shouldn't think that or stigmatize somebody like this. No. 
All right, let's try let's try to ask so, this what, question what? a different way. Let's try to ask the question a different way so it's more specific and not so broadsided, all right? Is life worth living? Not for everybody, I would, I would think, considering how many people kill themselves. Not for everybody. For some people it is, for some people it isn't. How can we just judge people and say, it's wrong, they shouldn't think that, or they're bad people, because you, you, you give adjectives and, oh, I didn't, know. I didn't at any time incline that someone who, who wants to die is a bad person. They could be the most loveliest, wonderful person that ever okay. existed. What I'm asking yeah. is, what is the worth and point of life? Why should anybody continue on in the first place? If there's nothing because great, they might be happy with, if, because they might be happy in their lives and they're all happy with their family or whatever. Why not? I don't understand why you're looking at something. You said you're looking. You, you said we're going to talk about talking, you know, in, in within ourselves, and now you go again outside of people. You go again beyond the person, beyond the individual. Well, some people feel empty inside. Some people don't feel like there's this inner truth that you speak of. Some people feel very dark and they have a hard time, not only externally, but internally with themselves. So that's what I'm saying. Some people don't. Yeah, okay, I know. I, I mean, yeah, if we look at the statistics, some people do feel depressed and some people don't. So. See, one of the reasons, ma'am, why it's so important for me to figure out, is there an external truth, is there an inner truth, is I was looking at some statistics, and it states that people who are usually skeptics and non-believers, they make up 80% of the suicide rate. Did you know that? 80 to 85% of the the suicide rate is done by non-believers, and it's so high that it actually is more higher than all the religions combined out there. So I don't want to be a part of something that could take me into a dark road where I just find no meaning in life or existence or love anymore. I, so I don't you're want saying to be... that Go ahead. atheists don't have a meaning in life? First of all, I don't know where you got that statistic. And uh, I, I'm not even sure that it's, it's, it's correct. Just go to your Google right now, ma'am, on your computer and type in atheism, highest suicide rate statistics, and you'll see it. Atheists uh, have entire forums and blogs where they discuss it. They also have the highest substance abuse, which I think that collaborates the reason why there's a lot of suicide, because drugs affect your mind and your brain and all that. Not a very rational, logical thing to do if you want to have a healthy life, I would think, but... I, I would totally disagree. I mean, you're stigmatizing atheists and you say they're, they're, horrible, they're miserable people, basically. No, 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 no. And there's some, there's some out there who are scientists. Me. There are some out there that are celebrities. There are some out there that live a really, really good life. I'm saying that statistically, when you look at the suicide rate, 85% of suicide rates are done by non-believers as well as substance abuse. But sure, there's a lot of non-believers out there who live beautiful, charitable even, lives. Even if that is true, which I, I don't know, I will look it up, but even if that is true, that doesn't mean that atheists are more miserable than theists, because if theists are worried that they're going to go to hell if they commit suicide, they're scared. And that's possibly, that's why they don't commit suicide, because 
If they weren't scared that they're going to go to hell, maybe they would commit suicide if it was allowed to commit suicide. So that doesn't draw the conclusions that atheists, even if it's true what you say, which I don't know, that atheists are more miserable averagely than theists. It's, it's, it's a lot of factors that affect something, a statistic. It's not what you say. It's not one, one thing. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not suggesting that these atheists, uh, I didn't use the word miserable. I just think that there's some people, whether they're religious or non-believer, where they just feel emptiness and a void in their life. I'm not saying they're miserable. It's just that some people, like for instance, they get in car accidents and then they, the quality of their life is no longer there and they decide, well, I can't walk anymore. I can't see, I can't hear. So why not go all out Dr. Kevorkian type of thing? I get it. A person doesn't have to necessarily be like a miserable and life sucks. They just don't find any reason anymore. You, you what, said. Go ahead. You, you said that 80-25% of people who commit suicide are atheists. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm, I'm replying to you and I'm saying that even if that's true, which I, I don't know if it's true, but even if that's true worldwide, because that's a, a big statistic, it has to be by country, by sample population. I don't even know how can someone make a blunt statement like this. I mean, scientifically, it's not very, are you talking about one country, which religion, how many people, what age, all that. Anyway, even if we look at that, like this and take it as, as you say, that does not mean anything. Because if theists were not afraid that they would go to hell, they might be more suicidal and commit more suicides than the atheists. That's one thing. So you're, 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 you're bringing a statistic here, numbers. The second thing that you say that, oh, atheists might not have meaning to life and that, that's your own assessment, that's your own no, I, I think that a person, know? ma'am, I think a person can have meaning in their life. What I'm more uh, suggesting is objective meaning, something that goes outside of faith and belief, something that we know to be true, whether we have an opinion about it or not kind of thing. Atheists simply don't. Even Richard Dawkins and uh, Sam Harris uh, will not claim that we have, that non-believers have objective meaning and purpose because they don't believe in the external so being that they take that out of the equation they can't have objective meaning and purpose however a religious person is going to uh, claim that their very existence is uh, presumed based upon something that is external so you can have that objective equation that's what i'm getting at it's not an insult or whatever it's just the way the positions work Yes, and, I, I, and you said that before, and so you say that uh, the theists, they are uh, looking at something that is outside themselves, and it's great and big. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I said to you before, maybe you didn't register, that if it's something that's outside themselves, and it's not accessible to them, it's beyond them, not in this world, in a different realm, how do they know that this thing is real? Because it's a good, it, it, it might be a soothing thing to have something beyond yourself to, to find meaning and purpose and keep, help you get up every morning. But don't you worry whether this thing is true or not, or it doesn't matter. It can be any, any fiction. Ma'am, can I, uh, let me ask you something, because I heard what you were saying about why it is you think that uh, religious people are least, um, 
willing to kill themselves or commit suicide because you think that there's a fear of hell or the afterlife or something or what comes after. But how many times have religious people all over the years destroyed themselves in order to sacrifice themselves to save someone else or commit an altruistic act? If that's the case, then obviously, then obviously it's not a matter that they're afraid of death or something because they wouldn't give their life for their fellow man or mothers or women or children or whatever, right? Um, I think in Christianity, at least, sacrifice is justifiable. It's it's suicide in terms of feeling miserable and all that, but it's not justifiable. If you sacrifice yourself for someone else, it's it's okay. It's, as far as I understand, oh, because I was okay. raised a Christian as well, so... Okay, I, I was just uh, I was just curious about that. If it was a matter where you believe mm-hmm. that it was uh, based upon that, there are religious people out there who suffer and they're miserable and all that kind of thing, as you put forth. But it just seems like it's an unbelievable, overwhelming number whenever it comes to atheists. Literally, if you look at the pie chart of how many atheists per capita over that of. All the religions, I'm talking pagans, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, atheism blows everyone out of the water combined on suicide and substance abuse. And I don't understand and, and why. Why is are you, that? Are you, are, you, are, you wor- are, you, are you not worried whether any of that is true? I mean, whether religion is true rather than looking at pie charts and dubious pie charts. But are, are you not thinking is it does it bother you that do you think whether all these things is, is true religion god well the stats what, come from are... science ma'am the stats come from science it doesn't matter how i feel about things it matters what is the truth what is the fact yes and if a group so is, if truth, a group then? out there if a group whether religious or non-believers claiming to know the truth about things whether it's inner or outer or external or internal then I want to know. I want to know what the consequences of being of that position is. I want to know where my life goes, and I'm not going to join a group or be a part of something that ends up destroying me and everything about me. And that's, uh, but, that's what I'm paying no, attention no one to. Is, first, no one is forcing you. You called us. No one is forcing you to join any group. But may I have one question? You said you want to know the truth. How do you know the truth? What is the truth? And how do you know the truth? If the truth is beyond yourself and you can't ever possibly know the truth. I mean, there is a truth that you can't know, but then you say that you know it. So do you see the contradiction there? No, I don't see a contradiction. I believe that truth is truth. Uh, Whether whether we like something or not, or whether we think something is bad or negative or positive, truth is truth. When truth yes. is standing us right in the face, there is no questioning it or debating it or having doubts about it. Truth, that is the beauty and the, the perks of being true. Right? I agree. How do, you, how do you know the truth? If you claim, I don't know if you do claim, if you claim that you know the truth, how do you know the truth? Well, there's quite a few different ways uh, to be able to do this. It depends on what it is that we're looking at. If I were to say to you right now, it is objectively true that the universe exists, I suppose you would probably say, yes, that is objectively true. Whether you and I are alive or dead or having this conversation, the universe remains true, right? Yes, 
Right. So that's how we know. But you but you don't talk, you're not talking about the universe. You're talking about God, I think, don't you? So how do you know that God is real? It's true. Well, I myself, I look into things such as the claims of science. Science claims that we got here through an expansion of the universe in space and time. And the only mm -hmm. word or thing that we have that actually describes the way for the universe to come into existence like it did in life is if there is something that actually is capable of creating life behind it, something that exists timeless and also has to be powerful enough and have the attributes to create such a universe. As far as I can tell, atheists do not have any kind of answers or even good theories on how this universe came into existence in life itself. However, religious people do make an effort to try to answer these questions, and I at least give them an A for effort on that. But it's not about effort, is it? Because if somebody puts effort in something, doesn't mean they're right. It's about evidence. It doesn't matter if somebody sits and thinks about things for a week. It yeah, but at least they're, they're trying. Yeah. At least they're trying, though. Yeah, but atheists are not yeah. trying to answer the question. If you ask an atheist, but atheist is not about atheist is not atheist is not about answering questions. Right. Atheist is That's just about point. believing. If, yeah, but nobody claims. I don't think anyone claims that atheism is about answering how the universe came about. Oh, I this know is a that, scientific Topic. Right. Okay. You're exactly mm -hmm. right. Atheists are not, mm -hmm. cla they're claiming to be the, the no. group that lacks a belief in deities. I totally get that. But religious people, mm -hmm. whether they're Muslim or Christian, are saying, look, we're actually trying to find the truth. We want uh, to be able to be a part of something that is good and wonderful and external in this universe. We're looking for something greater than ourselves. So we have a direction in our life. Yeah, you're right. Atheists don't do any of that, and that's one of so the reasons how, why how it's like, why bother it? with them for it? How how theists? No one is forcing you to bother with anybody. How do theists? What method do they follow to find the truth? What method do they? Are follow? you asking you what religious that? people do to try to find truth? Yes. Well, for one, we can clearly see whenever we look at some of these different holy books out there, they've spent years of their lives, for thousands of years, these people who claim to be spiritual have studied space. Did you know that 80, I would say 75 to 80 percent of scientists, Albert Einstein was quoted for saying, the more I study science, the more I believe in God. 80 to 85% of scientists have been religious and spiritual in nature, believing there was more to the universe than that meets the eye. And because of this way of thinking, we've come up with great inventions, we've learned about the cosmos and all that. But what if someone doesn't believe that there's anything in the universe worth looking for? Then why would they look if they don't believe and they're convinced there's nothing anyway? Scientists don't claim there is a God. If people, individuals, are theists, that's their opinion. Science doesn't make any claim about any deity. Because scientifically, as I have said to you before, we are not able for now to access, to have any information about God. And because science works on information, and evidence, 
Therefore, it follows logically that science at the minute just cannot make any claims about God. So it's one thing if whoever says that they are religious, because they're scientists, that they're religious, yes, I agree. But that, that's their opinion. It's not based on science. It's just what they, they feel, like anybody. Science right. does not make any claim about God. If, if they did, it would be taught in universities. Well, there, there, actually is, there actually is science based upon God. There are tons of Christians out there who not only believe and accept the concept of God, but they also work as scientists. Max Planck, uh, did you know that it was a priest who actually came up with the Big Bang concept? Charles Darwin, according to his own books, the guy who came up with evolution, said, I'm a theist. I believe that the reason why this process even works is because God did it. Yeah, I understand. I understand that uh, you're, you're thinking that science is all about the numbers and all the math, but there is science out there dealing with spirituality. There are groups out there, scientists, there is, who are actually studying. That science does not deal with spirituality. Science does not deal with God. Science only, and it's not my opinion, right. science only deals with evidence. Science only deals with information about things. Okay. If we don't have information about something, we cannot do any science about that thing. It's okay. impossible. It's the opposite of science. So let's deal, with guess, the, let's deal with science and on the facts and evidence. Why do you exist for? Why does humanity exist? What facts and evidence do you have of this? We don't. That's why we don't have science about that. We, we, we have science as far as the information takes us. So if you don't, don't know, if you don't know how you got here and why life even exists in the first place, then how can you turn around and say that someone else's theory is incorrect without having any because kind of... Because we don't have evidence about anything. So we don't have evidence, we don't have information to justify anyone's theory. Okay. doesn't mean that because we don't have evidence about one thing, something that somebody says as a guess is correct, are we you against the idea? Evidence. Are you against the idea of scientists seeking out evidence and information for a higher power or prime mover? No, of course not. I'm not. Science is, is, is science is about seeking out information about anything. Nothing is excluded from science. Anything is, is within science. So when science finds information about a thing. Then we investigate this thing, and we come up with models, we come up with theories, we come up with numbers, we come up with things, and we say, this thing, as far as we understand it, is like this. No, of course not. God is not outside the science. It shouldn't be outside science. When we find information about God as scientists, then we'll know, and we'll say, this is what's happening with that, and then we'll know. Otherwise, because we don't have information, and we cannot examine something scientifically, and because X person says, my guess is this, doesn't mean that this person is right, because mm -hmm. they're guessing, you see. Right. Have you ever actually seen the manifestation of love before? I, I, I think this discussion is going more as a type, debate type of thing. No, 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 I'm just <laughs> asking, I'm asking you a question. I'm not debating you or telling you if you're wrong or right, but have you ever actually witnessed love itself, like a embodiment of love? 
if I have witnessed people loving other people. Well, what is yes, what, what is happening there? Have. What is happening when you observe people claiming that they love each other and all this? What is that? Have you actually seen the love, though? Or are you just experiencing the um, the results or consequences of it? Have you actually seen I love? Think what scientists have, you can't see love. Love is a feeling. So scientists have explained, relevant scientists, they have explained, they have... Um, people that study the brain, they have come up with models and explanations when they study the brain, uh, how we feel when we love somebody and what kind of chemical reactions happen and things like that. I'm not a specialist, but yeah, I'm sure that relevant scientists that have looked into feelings and how they, how they, how the brain works, not only for love, for fear, for hate, because there's all sorts of things. I don't know why you talk about love only, you don't talk about hate or fear or whatever. So people, people's brains react in a different way when they feel different things, because this is how our brain works. We don't know exactly, we don't know much. We know, we have some information though. I think we have, we know what we know. And when we know more, we'll know more. I, I don't know what, what, yeah, love is real. It exists. It's a feeling. What, so why, does, love why end, are you does love end whenever we die? Brain ends, as far as we know. As far as we know now, today, as far as I know, brain ends when we die. So if the so brain ends, does that mean things, that love also dies? And, and, and the other feelings, not just love. I don't know why you What about logic? Does love. logic also die whenever we die? Uh, the brain dies. So other people obviously continue living, and they have these feelings or whatever, they continue existing in, within other people. But when one individual dies, they die, and whatever they were thinking, they were feeling, dies with them because the brain dies, as far as we know today. When we discover something more, we, 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 we will all know. I'm sure it will be extraordinary, so I'm sure we'll know. So the, the, but, last, the last question I have, ma'am, just for a little right, bit, right. Is, is this. If, if we were to be hit by a meteorite tomorrow and the entire human race and animal species, every plant on Earth were to be wiped from existence from a meteorite, would this mean that logic itself also dies with humanity? Hello? If there's no creature, if there's no human, if there's no one alien, I don't know, to think logically, yes. A logic is not an entity. Logic is not a person, is it? Logic is, is linked to us. So if, there, if humans die, aliens die, <laughs> you see what I mean? Anybody who can think with logic dies, yeah, logic will die itself. Logic is not an entity. It doesn't it's not it's not alive. So without without us existing, without our lives being here, then logic doesn't have any kind of value whatsoever. The universe itself doesn't have logic. It just simply produced it by creating sentient <laughs> beings. 
No, the universe itself is nothing. The universe itself is a universe, and it's what our perception. You, 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 you see things that exist inherently, that exist on their own. To say logic exists, uh, love exists. Not, none of those things exist. This is how we perceive the world. The universe is what it is. It doesn't inherently have logic. Logic is our way as humans to understand the universe, as far as we can understand. If, if there was a different way of thinking, aliens, I don't know, they might not use logic, I don't know. But logic is not inherent in the universe. It's, our, it's us, it's our way of understanding the world. We use logic because it's the only way that we have found that we can make sense of what's happening around us. Logic is not something separate. It's not so it's not I, an entity. I, not... I take it, ma'am, that what you what you're saying here then is without a brain and without a mind, there can be no logic to the universe, right? Right. Because logic is how we as humans understand the universe. It's how we have managed to understand what's happening around us. Right. Logic is about us, it's not about the universe. Right. So the basically what, what you're saying is. that is in order for for this to all be a case or have any relevancy to it, especially whenever it comes to logic, there would have to be a mind behind it in order to be able to support the very concept of logic. Yes, because our mind specifically, the way we think as humans, yes, logic is not something. It's linked to us, to humans. Right. Well, ma'am, I had an enjoyable conversation with you. You've given me a yes, lot to think thank about. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, good. I'm glad. You're, you're very welcome.